guys, it's Hannah from the She Change Podcast team. Welcome back to She Change Podcast, where we interview women in Christian music all over the world. Today, we'll be speaking with rapper and speaker Link of the Boss. She tells us about her love for collaboration, overcoming stigmas as a female rapper, and her shop, Style by Linga. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at She Change Podcast to join in the conversation. Thanks for tuning in. So, I have Linga the Boss. Hello, it's okay. With us today. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on the SheHH podcast. Could you please introduce yourself to the people? Yeah, so my name is Linga the Boss, or just Linga. Um, <laughs> I'm from Arizona. I'm a rapper, a uh, Christian rapper, obviously. Um, I've been rapping for the last 10, maybe. Wow. Well, if we're really if we're really trying to zero in, maybe seven. But I would say I have been rapping for the last 10 years. But I think really, like, the last seven, like, focused in writing and releasing music and doing projects and working on uh, more things. So, yeah. Amazing. And what type of, like, I know you said rap specifically, but what type of genre of music? Uh, well, I definitely kind of... I get compared a lot I, to Cardi B as okay. a Christian. People will say I'm the Christian Cardi Christian B. Christian Cardi B. I definitely kind of land in a more kind of like aggressive, like hype, motivational nice. type, um, like area of rap mm-hmm. as opposed to like kind of like more like reflective or oh, like okay. sad stuff, which I love that, but I just feel like that isn't like where God's gracing me for the season mm. to like the type of music I release. So I definitely kind of stay more in like the hype. I love I love a good youth conference. You know, you know a mosh pit. Yeah, I <laughs> love mosh a good, pit. yeah, I love a good. So for me, I, I feel like I, I enjoy kind of doing those types of yeah. um, songs because I feel like they're really encouraging for people. I played basketball in oh, high school, cool. and nice. so before basketball games, it's, it's like culture, like rap music and getting like right, just getting trying to get me. like in the in the zone to play your game so I felt like I want to make music that like mm. makes people feel like that but for Jesus I love that <laughs> you know in the best way like remembering who they are in Christ mm. like remembering what they're called to remembering that they have inside of them the potential to do whatever it is that they're called to do yeah and and just the confidence with, within themselves to do that so and there's honestly a space for that I think yeah. like there is definitely different genres of Christian music gospel music Christian yeah. rap even Christian yeah. uh, hip hop when you have like specific music with specific moods yeah I know that there's a, there's a definitely a space for your type of music 100% there's definitely yes. a space yes and you know we, we kind of just like glossed over like Linga the boss <laughs> B-O-S-S um can you let us know where that came about like what, where did the name come from I wish that was like a really great story oh. <laughs> the truth is is it like that. I just picked it <laughs> Okay, so my rapper name before Linga the Boss, this is when I was, okay, in middle school. So okay. I want to this. I was, I was a young gal, so I was trying things out. So I, I went with Miss Swag at the time, because that was like when Soldier Boy had dropped. Pretty boy swag. swag. So I was talking about swag, and I was just trying to have swag. So I'm like, I'm Miss Swag. Swag was big. I remember <laughs> really everyone big. being like, yeah. oh yeah, have you got swag? I've got swag. <laughs> like, swag was big. So I was Miss Swag for like a year and a half, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> Is this really what I want? So eventually I had to kind of examine that. And then I went to a more aggressive side and I was like, lethal L. Okay. She said lethal. <laughs> that was lethal. <laughs> and that's what I was doing for a minute. And then I was like, okay, that's a little, that's a little too far. It's a bit and much. I don't, I think it was at the 
time too, people used to change their Facebook name to random things. Yes, I remember this. I do. And so I, I had changed my Facebook name just like for like a day or two because I used to change it all the time, but to Link of the Boss. But then everywhere I went that week, it was like, there's Link of the Boss. There's like, so even after I wanted to change my name back to something normal or something new, people were still calling me that. And so it just kind of stuck. That's really cool. That is a cool story. I like that. And I feel like it does kind of fit with the music that you're doing without being like too aggressive, like lethal. It's still kind of like, hey, you know, she's what's up. You know, lethal for Christ. Um, and you mentioned that you've been rapping for like 10 years yes. or like, you know, properly for like seven. Yeah. Can you let us know a little bit of that music journey from yeah. then till now? So in middle school is when I started rapping. I, some of, a lot of these stories are from the same, the same time in my <laughs> life. It's funny. Everyone started trying to be a rapper mm. in the, the city I lived in. It was just like everyone thought they could rap. And so there were just a lot of not great <laughs> raps at that time. And I just remember hearing them and I would, my brother had like friends who were rappers that they were actually kind of good. So I was like, okay, at least there's some people, but I'm like, honestly, a lot of the people at my school that say they're rappers, I'm not even a rapper and I feel like I could do it. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> really, so I just, so I started and we started having these rap battles at lunch okay. every day for like, for like, I think it was for like two months, like seriously. And eventually I made my way through everyone that said there was a rapper and I ended up be- uh, winning in all of them. And I was like, okay, I'm a rapper, I like I'm a rapper then. And I, from there, I mean, that was before Christ too. So I think at that point I was just kind of like, okay, rap is cool. I like this. Like, it's a cool way. I used to write songs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is another expression of my mm. songwriting. And then over time, especially when I like gave my life to Jesus and started serving in, in church, I realized, man, I can... I can use that gift for more than just like talking about nothing. Like I, I actually have an opportunity um, to be someone that speaks life and encourages. Mm, and people and, will listen. Yeah. And, and also to, to speak to a generation. So I felt like, man, if, if this, is, this is the type of music that an entire generation is drawn to, like I, I kind of wanted, I just, I don't know. It was just like this moment where it's like, I could say something much more impactful mm. than what everybody is talking about right now, which was just kind of like the regular, you know, sex, money, drugs type stuff, which is like, if that's your vibe, whatever. Cool. But like, I <laughs> but just, me? you know, but, so that's really where I was at. It's like, I think that there's more. Mm. Um, and I kind of just like leaned into it. I feel like my first Christian rap was probably really cheesy. It was kind of like, you just they all were at the beginning. They all were at the beginning. <laughs> But I think I, I got to go on a creative journey, which has been really cool. And I feel like just even just right now, and I'm sure even over time, it's going to continue to change. I've just come to this spot where I feel like I have found like the formula God's using right now in my life mm-hmm. to kind of merge what's happening in my in my faith and my walk with God with what's happening everyday life and bars and lyrics and mm-hmm. spinning heat. Like just combining that has been a really cool process. Um, cause I don't want to be in like a cheesy realm, but I always want my music to be true to who I am as a, as a daughter of the King. I want it to mm-hmm. exemplify the values I have. So yeah. it's just been a really interesting journey, but I feel like I'm, I'm in, I'm in my bag right now with what God wants to do and what he's assigning me to, at least in this season, as far as mm-hmm. the way I come across and what I, and what I say. It's so interesting. You say that about not trying to be like overly cheesy or overly like, Oh, you know, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Now, you know, I'm a Christian, Yeah. but you still want to kind of show and reflect the value of, yeah. of God in the music. How do you balance that? Because a lot of what you do is very like hard hitting. I'm right. cool. <laughs> I'm who you want to listen to. I'm the vibe. Yeah. How do you do that in a way that's 
not giving all the glory to yourself? 100%. That's a, that's a great question. I think I, I don't ever want to make a flex that isn't truthful. I think that that's a problem that a lot of Christian rappers have is that there's a tension of like, do I flex or am I flexing on God? Which you can and people do and, it's, yeah. and it can be a really cool, artful thing. But I think sometimes what happens is that like in the flex for God moment, it kind of turns into just like, I should just go listen to worship music type mm-hmm. moment, you know, as opposed to I'm listening to rap right now and it's lit if that's the vibe or whatever the vibe is for the song. So for me, it's kind of like I want my my flexes to be true. So if it is something that is connected to something I do, it's just like truthfully, I did this thing. And then aside from that, I think I always remember that there's nothing I have in my life, especially in this season. There's no door. There's no um, position. There's no opportunity I have that God didn't actually lead me through. Mm -hmm. So I think that even (laughs) there's always an asterisk within every song I release, which is that truly like at the center of it, it's, it's, it's God that led me here and God that opened this door. So even though I think I'm, I'm saying what's truthful, I always include or Honestly, I, uh, include is probably too little of a word. I center it around center, the yeah. fact that like Jesus is the person that has allowed me to to now be in a spot like this. You know, that must be a daily thing because yeah, as you progress, as you um, make fame, as you get more followers, as you get more fans, it must get more difficult to remember. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. It's it very, it's very. I think I think it's just the the authentic journey of knowing that like every every day is a just an extension of the grace of God and what he's allowed me to do and where Mm. he's brought me and I think if you forget where you came from that's like the easiest way um to minimize um God and maximize yourself Mm -hmm. but I think when you remember like man like that that used to be me then you can realize by the grace of God I'm not there anymore I'm here and I'm not struggling now I'm here like now I have these opportunities. Now I'm ha- walking through these doors. Like God's doing these radical things. Mm-hmm. And I think that type of perspective, remembering like where you came from and where you got, like, and where you've gotten to and where you're still And where you're going. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, and what, and what might even like, if, if what you're experiencing right now is really cool, it's like, man, what What's can I even say about the future? So yeah. it's like that kind of perspective, I think helps you to walk in humility. I think that sometimes people that don't walk in humility when it comes to Christian rap, it's because um, you forget your own journey with God. It's very easy to do that. Mm, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And I suppose with this journey being so long, yeah, it can be easy to get into that mindset right. of, oh, you know, well, I've made it now. It's like, no, 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 there's still even way more for right. you to go. And like if this is me making it, then there's so much more to uncover. Which is hopeful, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And you've released like quite a few singles over the last few years and even a joint project with Xavier Sorrow called uh, Alumni. Yes. Which is really cool. Yeah. You guys had like a joint name, yeah, right? Yeah, we did. For, for this project, we were Cloutville. Cloutville! <laughs> cool i feel like that's yeah. just like cool yeah and um the name of the project was alumni yes. can you tell us a bit about this project how it came to be well so we've been trying to um release an album multiple times and we'd worked on so many different things and at some point it was like let's just do it and um it was, it was about to be grad season um for for me literally from college and then um in general in our state a lot of people were graduating we were like what if we just make a collection of songs that's just like that can speak to what it, I don't know, like what it feels like not to graduate, like 
from from school but like to graduate in, in the sense of like walking into the next things Ooh. that god has for you mm-hmm. and like also leaving behind old seasons and like walking into the newness of things so that was kind of like our general vision moment but we also wanted it to be like just like songs that are celebratory mm. and and also like just fun i mean it yeah. makes sense with the name alumni it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah you've like moved yeah. on and you're now an alumni of what you did before and yes. now you've gone to the next season yeah which is really cool um it definitely showcased a lot of your style of music which yeah. i loved and then his pro- he did it quite a, f- a bit of production yeah right? he did amazing yes. yeah. so wait so you guys knew each other or know yeah. each other from so, the same area uh, yeah xavier is also uh, there's a, a couple of people that are like right in the center there in Arizona and Phoenix kind of. And so when I first started like rapping for Jesus, I was doing this. There's this, there's a ministry, it's called Fine Arts. And that's like oh, where nice. I first started rapping. Sometimes I look at my videos from back then, I'm like, girl, you had a lot of growing growth. Growth. And you didn't even know. That's the thing. Back then I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's a word for somebody. What you think is good now might be what you, what you look back and say, man, I grew from mm-hmm. that. So anyway, looking back, it's, it's wild. But that's where I met him because we were like the two people doing the Christian rap uh, category because it's a bunch of different categories. Okay. So that's where I met him. And then we were like, yo, you rap. You're dope. You're dope. Let's collab. So, nice. yeah. So one of the singles that I heard you on was called Boss Up. Yes. And you've done loads of other singles as well. Yes. But we have a full project coming up. We do, we do. What can you tell us about it? Obviously, we don't want to spoil anything, <laughs> but what can you much. tell us? I want to tell you that I feel like this this project is is the culmination of everything I have discovered about myself as a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do think I'm coming in full... You know, this is why it's taken so long. I was wanting to release this in March. And mm. then I was like, we need to scrap everything we had and we need to start again. And here's why. It's because I was trying to do what people do when they're releasing an album, which is like, we're going to have a story. We're going to start here. We're going to go here. Here's the theme. These are the three hype songs. These are the three slow songs. These are the collabs. We were doing that, which I understand why we do that. It's great. It helps you with marketing, storytelling, all that stuff. But I just realized, I'm like, I was putting myself into a box in doing that. I didn't want that to be the project I released. So like, if I release a project and say, this is what I want you to hear from me. Yeah. This is, quote, actually, in a way, it's my debut album of just debut, me. Yeah. So if this is my debut. I want you to hear the the best things I have to release. And so this album um, is going to be, I think, just fully hype songs, to be honest. Okay. Probably a hype. story, but I want and I want only female features on this project. We love, um, we I, love I just, that. Some of this has just hasn't been done. First of all, yeah. uh, uh, like a female rap album that's exclusively lit. Yeah, um, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, I don't think that's. I just don't know if that's happened. Wow. I think, and then all female features because I just think that, like, to be honest, in twenty twenty one, there are incredible female artists that are still. Um, not being given the recognition I think that yeah. they deserve, and so I want this to be a move for young women. I also want I want it to be the type of project that can break some barriers, mm. so that that the next young <laughs> the young boss that is like young boss. I want to I want to be a rapper. I feel like this like something I want to do. Like this doesn't feel like there's a ceiling to what she can accomplish. And so I think that's like that's like the the goal with it. Um, I'm thinking probably nine songs. Have about four that are locked in, and then a few that we're still cooking up. But I'm really excited. love that. It's be executive produced by uh, these incredible dudes. They're called Architect. So I'm okay. really excited for that. Um, and yeah, so I'm pumped. Got some cool collabs on there. 
Speaking of collabs, <laughs> I love to, so uh, we are at GHH, we are all about collaboration. Even when you just said an all-female album, I said, that's what we need. That's what we're asking for. That's what we're crying for. That's what we're begging for. I'm excited for that. I want to know, and this doesn't necessarily have to be who's collabed, who's like, who's locked in for the album, but I want to know what some of your dream collaborations mm-hmm. have been and will be. Haha, Okay. Hmm, that's pretty good. I mean, have been I I feel like I've I've enjoyed a lot of the collabs I've done. So I'd, it's hard to pick one. one I mean, you name. can just list loads of names, <laughs> and they don't have to be women. They can be anyone. But oh man, we I we think, really think collaboration is the center yeah, of like us as Christians. Hundred percent. So. Yes, I think I'll start with collaborations. I am looking forward um to to doing slash have in store. <laughs> One of course would be um would be one day. Wow. I think that would be I think that would be a banger. I know that um she she ha- she's in her bag already. She's in her she's entire bag. In her suitcase. Yes, she is inside. So <laughs> I think that would be a, a really dope collab. Um and we're looking to get something in the works. So hopefully that can that can happen. We're I think that would just be a dope connect also uh Portia which that's already in the which also they just dropped a really dope song yes they did this is what I'm saying like Like, things just be moving um also uh this is she's a little bit more in into the singing realm as well but she's super dope I'm pretty sure she's a a rapzilla freshman this this year but Jekka Soul yes Jekka Soul oh she's just naming all our faves I'm like my heart (laughs) we're just so happy as a collab love Um, her yeah who I think outside of that um I hmm I mean there's the thing is that there are so many I think like Cass would be a really cool one (laughs) you're just naming all our faves like yeah I think Cass would be super dope um I feel like your sounds would be great as well because she's yeah. she's in her producer bag as yeah. well. So you would sound flames, she would sound flames, yeah. the production could sound flames. You know what would be cool? This would be a really cool cipher. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, like, they would have like different sounds yeah, in each bit. That would be a super so dope good. cipher. Um, yeah, because I, I really see you and Wanda. I think yeah. initially, like I was saying to her off camera, when we were putting together a list of people we'd love to speak to, we had like all of your names all down on a spreadsheet. And we literally were like, oh my gosh, one day and Linga would just be so fire. One day and Portia would be so fire. And then like things started slowly happening. Yes. So I was just like, I think I think Portia's about to get signed. I have a feeling. I'm waiting. Yeah, I think she's about to get signed. So I'm just like, go ahead, get your bag. Get your bag. Get your bag. <laughs> get your suitcase. Get your yes. trolley. Everything. Yeah, like, they're, I'm ready. They're making moves. I'm I'm excited for them. I I love what they're doing because I like I said I think I'm all about people that are breaking by barriers and pioneering and mm-hmm. I love that they're doing that because I mean one day was the first. One day was the first. So if Portia could be the second, or if anybody else, or just just for there to be a realization that like CHH isn't dominated by men. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we had that conversation with Wanda, if you don't know, Wanda was episode one of series one of the podcast. One thing we had a conversation about, she got signed in April and then we started seeing every month then women were getting signed. So we had like Danielle, who is also a sister of the podcast, get signed. Yeah. We had like loads of people get signed from other labels as oh, well. Yeah. And we just noticed that there were changes happening in the scene. Like yeah. we recently had the Amen Collective, Amen Worldwide release an all-female album. Yes. They're dropping singles every few weeks. I'm just like... That's crazy to us. They've been in touch with us about how, you know, important that is to yeah. the scene. 
women are like, I don't want to say dominating because it makes it sound like aggressive, but we're doing well and yeah. guys seem happy for us yes. as well. So Celebrating instead of feeling threatened. Instead of feeling, it's, instead it's, of being like, yeah. oh no, now they're like, oh sis, can you be on my track? And I'm like, that was what we wanted <laughs> yeah, from the beginning. 100%. So, I mean, I want to ask you about like what your experiences has been in the scene, like being a woman. Oh, it's it's very interesting. I think that I'm glad it's it's Christian hip hop because I think if it wasn't, it would be it would be even worse. But mm-hmm. I just I think when you say that you're a rapper and then it's like this like male dominated scene, it's immediately like, oh well, let me let me verify that you can. I'll rap. be the judge of that. Yeah, like, I don't care. Like to be honest, like I don't know. The thing is, I don't care if you don't like my music, don't listen. And if you do, I'll get a play that translates to revenue. So thank you. Like what? I don't care if you like it or not. I'm not a rapper because you approve. I'm a rapper because it's the gift God gave me and I'm using it. So I don't know. But for me, I had a lot of moments that were like that, where just people were like, felt like they needed to like um, validate me Mm. in being a rapper. And then also, I think the biggest uh, tension or difficulty I've probably experienced in, in being a Christian rapper is because I kind of lean towards a more aggressive approach, I guess, as a rapper, which is really not. Anyway, we're, we're also rapping. It's not so that it's aggressive. Like, we're also rapping. You know, it's like I'm not singing right now, yeah, yeah. so it's like uh, anyway. But um, people will always be like, like you're trying, like you're trying to sound. I don't know, like, I think, like, I don't sound feminine, or I'm not embodying, oh, like, yeah, like, I'm trying to go towards, like, a like a less feminine sound, and it's just, like, I'm a female, so <laughs> everything that I do embodies femininity, and it's, exactly. it's, the problem is that you think feminine is one thing, it's, like, I'm also a female, so the way that my femininity is displayed varies according to my personality, yeah. so, anyway, I've, so I've enjoyed being, kind of, being able to, in a way, educate the fact that like I, there are no barriers to what what um I can do, whatever that looks like, like God will give me the 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 door and I'm gonna run through it. Mm. And so I think for me the biggest thing has just been like having the the inner strength and the trust in the identity I have mm. in Christ to silence some of the noise. Um and let like what God's doing in my life have the final say instead yeah. of always letting people's opinions um, dictate what I do and don't do mm. I think so I think there was a, a season where I was making music that didn't even sound like me like looking back you just hear it yeah okay but it's like the type of project sometimes I'll hear it and I'm, I'll feel embarrassed and it's not because I think the project is bad I just don't think it was me mm. you were you trying know? to sound like something else I was trying else. to embody the sound that people were telling me oh you should mm. sound like this you should do this it's like I don't sound like that this is how I sound but because it's like oh you're in this, you know what, you know, so I'm like, there's always a tension. I was going to say, there yeah. is probably a tension between yeah. what people say and what you want to do, but then yeah. you also want to like not make money, but you also want to be successful. Right. Yeah? And these are the people saying, I think that's what people would like you if you sounded like this. Yeah. That's what's hard. So I definitely think that there's a place for, for having discernment and listening to wisdom. I think mm-hmm. if you're new into any industry or field, the people that have gone before you have more information than yeah. you have. So it's probably important at some level to, yeah. to take that information into account. But I think at some point that information that was being given to me was had turned from like, I'm a professional, this is what you should do, to like stylistic preferences. And stylistic preferences are things that like are nuanced and yeah. really can't be controlled that that heavily and they can change over time you, exactly what you're doing right now what i'm doing right now creatively in five years i can be like i'm gonna release a worship album 
then what? And who's gonna, who's gonna right. help you? Then what? I'll do that too. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then what? So it's like at some point you have to decide like what are you what are you creating music for? Mm-hmm. If it's for people, then you should probably listen to that advice. If it's what I mean for people is for the approval of people, mm. then you should probably listen to that advice. But if it's also because you have a gift, because you're creative, because you want to express what God has placed inside of you, because you have something you want to write, because you just felt like rapping on a Tuesday, whatever that reason is, if it's if it's it's something that's an extension of what's going on inside of you, then you have to be more true to like mm. where you're being led than um, what's being asked of you, especially if you know what's being asked of you isn't genuinely you. I think you're the best artist when you're being yourself. Yeah. So I think for me, I think that's why some of the music I make, as a good example, Strapped, which yes. is a single I released this year. I feel like that's some of the, the one of the best rap songs I've released. And I think it's because I'm not being authentically me. Yes. And I'm not apologizing for that. So if you hear it and you don't like it, skip Sorry, it. Sorry, you know. I'm still gonna Let it play for 30 seconds. Exactly. But for me, it's like I'm being authentically me. So I feel genuinely proud of a project mm. that embodies like what what is me. Yeah. And not me trying to replicate someone someone else's sound yeah someone else's sound because we need we need the artists that are being themselves because there's there's a space that has yet to be occupied by by some of the voices that we're waiting exactly and this is why when you were saying earlier oh this is where my sound kind of leans towards i was like there is a space for that like there is literally people looking like hey when i'm in the gym i want something that's gonna hype me up yeah maybe not hillsong maybe not mav city (laughs) oh okay well there's link of the boss and i'm gonna be listening to it i'm gonna be like yeah on the treadmill and like just i'm saying yeah. where there is space for us like yeah. if there wasn't god wouldn't have created yeah. your sound 100%. for you yes so. so true so as well as being like a superstar rapper you're also a speaker yeah you know you speak a little bit i mean there was there was a few times she was dropping a few words and i was like I might need to bring the offering plate or something because she was speaking. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about Prosper Conference and what that is? Yeah, so last year, um, a friend and I, we'd already been planning this, but COVID obviously derailed every plan. They'd be trying. (laughs) COVID really did that. So we've been planning to do an in-person conference for young women to just, just, I think that we realize the whole sometimes that happens in, in ministries where a lot of times a lot of young men are being discipled and there's spaces for them to kind of process through life. Mm. And I think sometimes as like a young woman with like a calling, which is which might be connected to being married and having kids, but isn't exclusive to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can start to feel like if you're not there yet, but you're past high school, what do I, what are you supposed to do with your life? What's like, what's my value? What's what am thing? I supposed to do? And like, in the, you can start to feel like because you're not married and having kids, you're just kind of purposeless until you get to that spot. Or if you don't have a career yet and you're still trying to figure it out, you don't have a purpose until you get there. And so we wanted to speak to young women, especially in that spot in life mm. to say like, you were made for more like, that like your identity is more than just one specific po- portion of life yeah. that you might not even get to and you don't have to if yeah, you don't want to there's so much more that God's created you for so we were thinking about that the verse John 10 10 that the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy mm-hmm. but God's come to give us life abundantly and so it's like the abundant life doesn't start when you're married or when you graduate or when you get a job the abundant life is now because yeah. the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of us so if the holy spirit is in me right now it means that i can experience abundant life right in front of me not just when i get there or here the destination 
is it um, the abundance? The abundance is Jesus and he's with me. And so we wanted to kind of speak to young women about that. And so it was just a, we did a virtual premiere. It was really cool. Yeah. Over over 1,500 girls all Amazing. over the world tuned in that day. It was really cool. And, and it's still available now. You can watch it at yeah. any point. We always tell girls, check Prosper Conference out because we, we talked about identity. We talked about jealousy. We talked about relationships. We talked about purity and sex and what God says about just our futures and calling. Wow. Oh, we talked about so many things and I think it's just really cool even that to this day to hear like stories about how mm. how God spoke to people or how he just reminded them of something that they, they were missing or didn't understand about themselves. Yeah. And so one of the one of the greatest things I've gotten to do, I'm really grateful that God opened that yeah. door. Oh, um, no, I remember seeing it and just being yeah. like, this is this is amazing. And the fact that everyone worldwide can get involved as well. Yeah. I think it'd have to just be, because if it was in person, it would have just been the people that could right. come. That's true. But the fact that it could go worldwide. Yeah, like, and we, we thought about that later, like, man, how cool is it that this is happening globally, not just in one, one space yeah. or one place. And it's just, it's really cool to be part of a, to say, I was able to be part of a global move of God, wow. you know? Amen. Yeah. Just wow. to, just to be able to part, be part of a conversation like that is so cool. And even, I just want to ask, like, how did you know that as well as rapping that you were being called to speak as well? Because I know it's still kind of using <laughs> words and everything, yeah. but what was it that emboldened you? Because even just listening to you talk then, I was like, yeah, this, she knows how to, she knows how to convey information. <laughs> like, I'm here, like, ooh, goosebumps. <laughs> so how did you know that, like, speaking was going to be a part of the calling as well? Um, you know, that's a, that was an interesting journey. I think that I, I never saw speakers that looked like me growing up. So I always felt like, that was a space, first of all, for men, but if if not for men, for white women, maybe. <laughs> so I was like, I don't beyond that, I don't know if that's gonna be the case. And so I kind of just would just be on the outside of things. And and as I would serve in in, in youth ministry, I've actually worked in, in youth ministry as a like as a youth pastor, as a worship leader for, for the last seven years too. While I've been oh. rapping, I've been doing that. Um and I, I was I would always end up in these situations where I'm I'm leading things and doing things and hey, you should speak, and I'm like, ah, you know, <laughs> I was you. just kind of like, ah. and I realized at some point that, like, God was putting opportunities in front of me, and I was running away from them, mm. and that was fear-based, and I was realizing, like, I don't want to live with a spirit of fear, especially from something that God's actually putting in front of me. It's not mm. like I was, like, forcing a door down. In fact, God often would just be like, hey, hey. Hey, and over time I had to process and realize it's not just like opportunities. It's actually part of what I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I, back then I wouldn't be able to t- tell you. In fact, I think it's cool that it's been a journey um, of me realizing what it is actually that I'm made to do. But over time, I've realized the three things, if I'm called to do anything, the three things I'm called to do are to write, rap, speak. Wow. It's so nice that you can come to that like realization because I think we spend yeah. so much of our um as as young women especially yeah. our 20s yeah. and our late teens we spend so much of our time trying to decide like why am i here yeah. what what's the reason right. for me why am i the way i am 100%. why do i talk the way i talk or yeah. sound the way i sound or act the way i act like what i like so to come to down to and it's, you're not just limited to those three yeah. things but to have those three avenues of like this is my expression and this yeah. is the expression that god is using to speak to people yeah insane amazing yeah. and so i think when i saw how god was was using those gifts already in my life it helped me to realize these these things are the the it, the things that god gifted me with so that i could now use them mm. back for for building the kingdom and also even 
connected to my career, connected to my livelihood. I think it's a little bit of both. I think what helped me was realizing I didn't need, it didn't need to be one thing. I was trying to be an economics major in college and then I was like, I hate this. <laughs> so I changed majors. I went to business and I was like, I hate this also, but less than what I hated <laughs> economics. So I'll go ahead and graduate in this. And I get got done and I'm thinking, what am I supposed to do now? I really don't like anything I just did. But the things that I feel like that I enjoy, the creative things, like people always say that's not, you know, that's not going to be a long-term career. You shouldn't do that, especially African parents. Yeah. You should be a doctor. You should go to law school. Even now. My mom probably called me two days ago talking about, how are you feeling about law school? law school? I'm like, girl, no. You got law school money. Girl. You guys don't don't do loans like we do. It's it's, it's different out there. So anyway, I was like, girl, I don't don't know. Um, But I I had to just realize that like, I'm not just called to one thing. Mm. I might have um, multiple things that God's going to use me for. And I don't have to like try to fit into a pocket. In fact, mm. I just need to be a good steward of what's around me. Yeah. So I think that it's bad if you're like having 73 things and you can't finish anything. But if you have three things that you do really well, do those mm. things. If you have five things you do really well, do those things and multiply those gifts. I think it's like the parable of the talents. Literally what I had in my head as you were saying yeah. it. It's like some people just like sit on 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 their gifts and, or do nothing with them. But I think like whatever you have, if it's one thing or 50 things, if you can be a good steward of them and grow them and multiply them and use them for the kingdom, do it all. Who's stopping you? And so I think for me, realizing it was a realization. This is actually a gift I have. Of course, you might. I might need to grow. I needed to grow. <laughs> Definitely. First sermon I spoke versus one I did two weeks ago is a lot better over time. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. But the, I think the key is that you start because you have the gift. The key is that you start. You're speaking so many gems, <laughs> so many gems that it's helping someone because someone needed to hear, hey, you're actually allowed to do more than one thing. Yeah. I think sometimes we don't know that. We think yeah. you haven't got it figured out. You're confused. You're just distracted. No, no, no. Yeah. There's three things to you. There's yeah. four. There's five. You know? Yeah. There might so, be six. Some might be six. six. Some might six. Some of you have grace for seven. <laughs> hey, hey, the seven grace. Come on. so we've talked about you being a rapper you being a speaker like god just really using your words to bless people but you're also an entrepreneur (laughs) i am can you tell us a little bit about style bilinga so i launched that business right after i got my business degree um it's funny my mom kind of played me a little bit she was like can you help me start a business so i did all this research and helped her and like form an llc like got everything Mm -hmm. all the documents ready and then she's like Actually, this is your business. I love that. She <laughs> said, like, here you go. And I was like, <laughs> thank you, except that I wish I knew so that I could have did it. So after I realized, okay, this is mine, then I was like, okay, let me let me kind of get, get to work here and figure it out, like, what it is I want to do. I think everybody, a lot of people started quarantine businesses. Yeah. So when I first, so Stavalinga is primarily a boutique, uh, which is great because it allows me to curate clothing that kind of connects to my style and what I think is beautiful um and and obviously I can look for brands that kind of Mm -hmm. ethically and 
stylistically do what I want them to do. Mm. So I, that's like the main thing that Sabalinga is. But also, I, I over time in doing that, I love, I love, and I will continue to sell clothes. One of these days, I'm hoping to get like a pop up. I don't want to have a constant store. I think that would be a little tedious. I love work, yeah. Yeah, but I think I would love to have a pop up that can just happen every mm. once in a while. So um, that's really fashionable as well. Yes, yeah. I think I, I just think that would be just a lot more fun and vibey, and you can bring it different places too, mm. which I kind of love the vibe of that more, but. Um, over time, I was like, I love getting to sell these things and curate these things, but I also feel like I, I'm always making things. So I'm like, I would love to also um, include in my business things I'm making by hand. Mm. And so at that point, I, I was making blankets. So I, I, I sell those in like home decor wow. type things. I also make these um, hand woven like wall weaving. It's kind of hard to explain what they are. You have to see them, but okay. they are they are really cool to make. And then primarily over time it was clay earrings. Oh yes. yes. So I make I, I make it sell a lot of earrings. That's probably the best seller, especially during Christmas season. Oh my yeah, gosh. it makes sense. People go wild for And these earrings. are all handmade. Yep. So how did you learn how to like create literally, I literally create. just like at one point I was like, huh, oh, I could probably make this. <laughs> and I bought some clay at a, a craft store and I went home and I tried it out. The first one's really bad, but it was great just to start having creative juices. Then I started making a lot more mm. to the point where I had so many that I'm like, what am I going to do with all of these? Like I was trying to give them to people. I'm like, do you want some earrings? And I was like, mm. I should, I should use um, this skill and like hone it in and keep refining it and mm. then translate it into the business I already have, which is what I ended up doing. And I think it, it was one of the most successful ventures I've had in, wow. in the business so far. But I'm excited because one of the things I want to expand to do that's hopefully, this is probably looking more like 2022 um, at this point, like early in the year, is expanding fully into selling more home decor. Oh, nice. One of my passions is home <clears throat> home decor and home aesthetic so oh, nice. i would love just to be able to like kind of curate things for the home as well not just for your body fashion but just for your life you know wow that's so cool i mean i was going through your instagram i was like you're really stylish i love your pictures i love that it's all like bright there's loads of colors which obviously she if you know about us we're all about color yes so it was really nice to just like, experience that so i kind of feel like it does make sense that that's yeah. the kind of direction you want to you want to go in with like more home yeah i just think especially this past year when i like i i i have redone my parents house completely pictures one of these days but so many of the rooms are completely different um and in doing that i'm like i definitely need to include this in my business because i think it's great when whatever you're doing as far as a business is connected to a passion you already have Mm -hmm. because it's a lot easier um to translate that into like productivity and mm-hmm. getting stuff done i think when you like hate what you're doing yeah. you, you really have to give it to yourself and i feel like when you hate what you're doing the end user can actually like experience yeah. that and tell yeah. that from whatever you've given them so 100%. that makes sense you definitely just encompass what it means to be multifaceted and here at shhh we're really big fans of women going out and just doing what god has intended for them to do yeah i would love to know and we would love to know what do you have coming up and what is the legacy that you're planning to leave? Huh. Obviously, way in the future, like, <laughs> amen, hallelujah. Yes. But, like, what legacy do you think that you have intended for people to experience about you? Oh, man. That is a really great uh, question. It's a good question, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> wow. Huh. Where do you even start with answering that question? I think that one of the main things I feel like I want to do in my lifetime is that I want to whether it's inspire or motivate or encourage people 
to step out and use whatever gifts they have Mm -hmm. um, and not feel and not feel like limited by um, by anything. I want people to just have a full realization of their potential and their Mm -hmm. ability. Um, And I want people to run after everything that they, they have the potential to do. And, and, and accomplish everything that they were created to do. I actually think everybody's created to do a multi- multiple things, not just one thing. And I think sometimes people limit themselves and miss out on adventures that God has for them. And so I think it's become a passion of mine, um, whether it's motivating or encouraging someone who's already on their way or inspiring someone who didn't even realize there's a part of their life that they, they weren't, whether it was stewarding or not, just mm. hadn't realized that they were gifted to do. So I think I'm, I'm passionate about um, helping people see that and, mm-hmm. and helping people run after that. And so I think that a lot of the things I'm, I'm looking to do in the future are connected to that idea. So I'm in the middle of writing a book. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. It's called Rise. Wow. It's, it's connected to this idea, but I think for me, it's actually, it's from an, it's from like a completely different perspective. Instead of it being about, exclusively creative gifts it's also about how to rise when you when you face really difficult circumstances Mm -hmm. but you need to get up and you need to keep doing what you were made to do kind Mm of kind of like this theme of James is perseverance must Mm -hmm. finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything and I, I think that sometimes we can face things that can knock us down and we think that all right that was an L. I'm not doing that anymore. But oftentimes it's like, if you would just persevere, if you would just keep going, there's something that's on the other side of that. And I'm convinced that everything I've walked through in my life is not a waste. No season is wasted. So if no season is wasted, then on the other side of this, if I just keep going, I'm going to see the fruition of what it was that God wanted to do. And so that's, that's what the book embodies is this idea that, that we can, we can get up, we can rise. It doesn't matter whether it is that someone someone did something to you or whether it is that you made a mistake you can you can get up and you can keep going and you can find um what it is that you were made to do and accomplish it regardless of what you went through wow oh I'm so excited yeah so that's that's something I'm I'm really excited about and then I think the only other thing I'm going to do and I know that this will this will probably become so so much more concrete but actually being in England one of the reasons I've been here was just praying praying about the future and mm. praying about what's next and and so something that God put on my heart which I'm excited to kind of lock down and start to um give give more structure to I mm. guess is um I really want to create a collective um of of creatives and young adults in in Arizona it doesn't really exist it's Mm. like of course there's a lot of creative people and a lot of them know each other but it's not organized enough that like Mm. we're we're, we can connect and we can collab and this is a hub where we can go Mm. and be and I don't think it's very well pastored so I think God's putting on my heart to to create some sort of collective and 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 pastor it really well pastoring some young adults and and helping them to steward their creative gifts especially so that there could be albums out of that there could be projects out of that there can just be like networking and I don't know I I'm, I'm not even sure all the things God's going to do but I really am excited to see I feel like um it's going to be just a tapestry of so many people wow. from everywhere doing all kinds of things for the glory of God so, amazing yeah no your heart just 
your heart I just I feel it as you're saying it. I'm like you obviously have a vision and it's so like genuine and pure and I'm just so excited to see where God takes you and I really appreciate you speaking to GHH like I, I appreciate you taking us along your journey because you embody everything that we have a vision for like when God called us to start GHH he was like there are women that are in this ministry that are in music ministry behind the scenes in front of the scenes that don't yeah. know that there are other people doing it too and they don't know that there's other people that need them yeah and so yeah. just talking to you I'm like we're doing it right we're doing yeah. we're in the right space yes. you know and God is really moving like yes. he really is across the world because you're like we're in the UK now but you're, you're not here yeah you know? so the fact that you are here for us to make yes. this happen this is so cool thank you amazing. for having me thanks for what you do I think <laughs> that you. I think that it's really it's really it's really incredible honestly <laughs> it's really incredible that you that you have this platform and that thank you're stewarding you. it and you're just using your gifts thank you and putting it together that's incredible it's such an encouragement speaking to you thank you for speaking to us thank you for sharing your heart with us this has been amazing (laughs) where can people keep up with you yeah so i'm always on my instagram at linda the boss so that's like the main way but of course my music is on spotify apple music amazon music all the music youtube (laughs) wherever else you listen it's there i also have a youtube channel so i post vlogs every once in a while when i'm traveling or when i do like shows or events and then um also i have a website which is lingotheboss.com which is where you can book me amazing hi guys i hope you enjoyed that episode if you did make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on instagram at shehhpodcast